Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Blizzard Watch Podcast. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, with me this week, as always, are my two magnificent co-hosts, but I'm not going to tell you who I am. Who am I? Who knows? Who cares? I know. I care. I, I know who I am. I'm Matt. Uh, but with me are my two magnificent co-hosts, uh, Liz Harper and Joe Perez. Guys, hi. How you doing? I know things can be rough at times, but hopefully you're feeling up to talking about some various Blizzard games. Yay! Okay. I, I like the yay. We've, um we've hmm. we've almost we've almost managed to fade enthusiasm. Do you yeah. think we fooled oh, I'm the good. audience I'm a, at home? I'm, a, I'm awake now. I'm good. I'm, I'm enthused. <laughs> I'm just not very here. That's I'm the real just, that's the real purpose <laughs> of the pre-show, let's be honest. Yeah, the pre-show does kind of warm up. up. We we warm up. And uh yeah, if you're if you're a Patreon supporter, you can listen to our pre-show. You can listen to it live, or you can be a Patreon supporter and get the uncut podcast and uh Hear us rambling about whatever we want to talk about. This week was actually a fun discussion of, of various role-playing game stuff. So if you like that kind of thing, you know, it was pretty cool. Um, so we're going to talk about stuff going on in various Blizzard games this week. And then we'll get on to these, these uh, three questions that I managed to find. Because people, do, please, if you, if you love me at all, if you ever had kind feelings in your heart for me, Ask some questions for the podcast. I know sometimes we don't get to them, but my God, it's helpful to have them. Uh, and I can't keep stealing questions from Joe for Lore Watch because a lot of times <laughs> it's very obvious I've done so. And yeah, and yeah you know, it's it just, but there's actually a, qu- a good amount of stuff to talk about. Um, first off, we'll mention something that's just a pretty standard thing to mention. Um, if you've not been paying attention, there's been a turbulent timeways time walking event. Uh, for the last couple of weeks, and it's going for the rest of the month, it'll be going right into into May. Um, mm-hmm. And it is, uh, basically, it is time walking, uh, just like normal, except there's one every, a new one every week. This week, I believe, we're starting on Warlords of Draenor. Uh, and you go run five Warlords of Draenor time walking dungeons, and at the end, you get a piece of heroic Vault of the Incarnates loot. So, instead of the usual piece of just normal of Vault of the Incarnates loot, you get a piece of that can be anywhere between like 402 to like 411, um, which is mm-hmm. pretty solid if Very you're, nice. you know, unless you're like running Mythics all the time, it's, it's a pretty solid, like, you know, chance of some gear. If you've been, if you've done the last couple of weeks, you've already gotten two shots of the thing and there's four more to go because there's four more uh, weeks of this. So, you know, that's, that's still going on. So cool. Um, however, there's been a bunch of stuff happening today. Um, for starters, the new Hearthstone Festival of Legends uh, expansion for Hearthstone has gone live. It, it went live today. Um, we had a post about all the various rewards you can get and the reward tracks and so forth. I did some skimming on it, but I mean, I don't play a ton of Hearthstone. Uh, every so often I go on and play and remember how bad I am at it and then stop. <laughs> uh, but it looks like the uh, the free free stuff isn't too bad. Like There's a fair amount of stuff you can get just free. Um, 
there's like a bunch of gold, you know, for, for, that's, that's usual, I think. but there's eight standard packs, three festival of legends packs, three tavern tickets, one uncraftable card, which is, uh, uh there's a legendary called POSIC, uh, audio engineer, which I'm like, okay. Cause that's the theme I mean, of this one, right? The theme of yeah, this is that every, it's, it's, every class can play a musical instrument or has a song type. It's, yeah, every every class has its the whole thing is music themed, themed around this like festival of legends music festival. And uh, every cl- every class has like its own musical genre and its own band which we we saw the bands playing <laughs> on Twitch last week. That uh, and each card each class has a legendary based on this band and it's just it's weird. It's weird. But uh, they they really run with the theme. <laughs> yeah, this reminds me of when they did the Karazan thing. Like, remember the uh, the yeah. uh, the Karazan Every, set that it's they like did? All of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, One night in Karazan, which uh, was was also really that was fun. That was a single was player. So it was a a single player adventure where you kind of went through Karazan, and it's just it's Hearthstone does really fun story stuff. I wish they did more story stuff because there's kind of a narrative here but in the end it's just it's just a bunch of cards with flavor text and because they haven't done single player adventures in a while the single player adventures could be i thought they could be really fun but uh we haven't seen any in quite some time now okay i gotta say this i was just looking through cards while you guys were talking and i found one of the cards is climactic necrotic explosion and the subtext (laughs) is the less legible the band's logo the more hardcore it is I mean, that's mm-hmm. fair. That's pretty much accurate. Yeah. I'm sitting there going, I, wow, it, it's creator. So I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking this is interesting. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it is, there is the downside of not really necessarily knowing what you're doing. But I, I do like, you know, seeing all this various stuff that they've added in that's based around this musical theme idea. Um, the fact they, that they each, always- each each class has their own band too is also pretty cool. Um, uh, yes, it's kind of it's really ridiculous. I'm looking at the Demon Hunter ones, <laughs> and the Demon Hunter ones look like a lot of fun too. Uh, quite frankly, uh, there's there's ones that are just you know like Flame Reaper or whatever, but then there's ones that are like pretty s- sincerely based around the Demon Hunter thing. It's it's interesting because you know you some bands you just like really don't know what their musical genre would be. Others feel like they're kind of self-explanatory. Like you kind of know what what Death Knight should be, um, but some of them, like the Demon Hunter, I'm like, wait a minute, we already gave that one to Death Knights. What did Demon Hunters do? Uh, so yeah, there's <laughs> there's a lot of interesting stuff here. But at any rate, like I said, that that's that went live today. So if you are into Hearthstone, um, you can you can play it right now. It's it's out. The expansion has dropped. Um, in addition to that, however, we also have Overwatch Two Season Four started today. Uh, yeah, because uh, Blizzard likes stacking every event from every game right on top of each other uh, in some crazy mess mesh that uh, prevents me from sleeping or doing anything else. So I honestly find myself, season four. Yeah, I find myself wondering how much of this is related to the fact that we are less than a month away from Diablo four. And in case you guys don't know, I will find an excuse to mention that every, every podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's coming. Just get are used we, to Matt talking are we, about it. Are we less than a month away? Yeah, it's, it's really? April 11th. Isn't that 11th. how time works? Oh, no, it's two April months. My, two, it's months. two months. Matt, okay. yeah, I was going to okay. say, time, I was time, like, time is an illusion, but not that much of an illusion. Yeah, no, it's it's I'm, less than I'm, two I'm months. Over here, I'm over here, like, flipping through my paper calendar, like, ah, what, what, what is time? I just forgot May. Okay. <laughs> just, ah, yeah. Well. It's our month of the year. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't look that interesting. Let's just skip it. But, yeah, less than it's, two months. And I feel like they're kind of trying to get everything out. Uh, part of the reason is that something is going on in May as well. So we'll, we'll get back to that. There is a reason why I, th- I think, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Something? Yeah, something hmm. important. Hmm. We'll talk about I, it. I, I don't know what that could be. Oh, yeah. No, it's a mystery. Um, but looking at the the uh, season four for Overwatch 2, I mean, obviously, there are some problems still for Overwatch 2. Like, for instance, Joe still can't play it. Yeah, I tried again uh, last week, and I'm still having the same problem. It is frustrating. Like it, 
your I know your computer is not like it's not brand new, but it's not a slouch or anything. It's a reasonably good computer. The computer is about a year old, like it's maybe a year and a half. It's not very old. And I mean, the thing is, and, and I hate to say it like this, I'm tech savvy. This is what I do for a nine to five job. And I cannot troubleshoot this in a manner that makes it work, which that's the frustrating part. Not that there's a bug. It's just that there's no seeming way around the bug. So, and for those of you that, that don't know, when I try to play Overwatch 2, I can load the game just fine, but once I'm in even menus for more than five minutes, it completely maxes out my memory, page file included, and causes the game to crash, and potentially also the computer. Like, yeah. it's 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 a weird, weird, weird bug, and it's not the first time we've had memory leaks uh, WoW used to have that, uh, like, a big problem. I think it was right around Warlords of Draenor. Uh, they had an issue where it flared up, but they were able to get it under control. Here, I can't find anything aside from people having the issue with no fix in sight. I haven't seen it mentioned anywhere officially. Uh, so, like, as much as I would like to give uh, Overwatch to a fair chance and, like, give it a try, I just can't. Yeah, and that's that's a problem. Um, we That's why I'm, we mentioned it because, you know, who knows, people listen to the show. Maybe someone will be like, oh, we should... We should fix that. I don't know. But uh, I will say that looking at season four, it does feel like they're kind of trying to, uh, I think one place I, I read said, you know, ramping it up. They're trying to get people mm-hmm. like, here, look at all this stuff. You know, now's the time to play Overwatch 2. I have no idea how well Overwatch 2 is doing. Uh, I cannot say to uh, how often, how many people playing it, you know, how's it doing? I have no idea. But I do know that looking at all this, like the, the there's a lot a lot in this in this uh, battle pass for a season four, like going up to like tier eighty, and you know Galactic Emperor Mythic Sigma skin, Galactic Emperor They've, Player Icon, you know th- that's at level eighty. There's a lot of stuff here, so they've done a whole space opera theme this season. Yeah, I'm so everything it, yeah. has this like cosmic flair to it that's really interesting. But when when any game does things like this, these themes themed things i'm like i want to see the story i want to know the story behind all of these weird skins tell me your space opera yeah, i want to have it heroes of the storm did that a lot oh like, I heroes was like, of the storm I was did like, that nonstop. Yeah, i was like oh oh what's what is the deal with cosmic material come on you cannot just have mech material <laughs> and not tell me what's going on uh, i miss yeah, heroes of the so- storm <laughs> yeah I, I honestly, I enjoyed playing. That's the one game where I really enjoyed playing it. Uh, out of all the MOBAs, I, it's the only one I really like playing. Granted, I played almost exclusively as Malfurion, and I honestly think I did so so I could heal people but irritate them at the same time by being Malfurion. Because <laughs> man, here oh. this tracks. Yes, it does. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking at like even some of the starter stuff is stuff people are going to want, like Space Prince Legendary Lucio skin. Um, who's looking very I Luke Skywalker? In case you're wondering, I I will note one thing that continues to be awkward about uh, Overwatch Two and its battle pass is that if you pay for the battle pass, you get the new hero Life Weaver day one. You pay for the battle pass, you have Life Weaver immediately. You can jump in and play. Life Weaver is a new support hero who has a lot of like interesting like movement abilities he literally has a life grip which i mainly know from world of warcraft as a way to troll your teammates terribly though sometimes you can also do useful things with it yeah that's that's gold if you find a priest that does useful things with life grip i, I can but actually life tell you a story in- about that i can tell you a story okay, of the go, time that a priest used go it, for it go it. for it uh this is when joe uh-huh. and i were in the same guild and i was mm-hmm. there as a new warrior but they decided to get me to tank on um spine of deathwing because i had cleared up i'd cleared the whole raid oh. of my horde guild and they were still working on spine so they were like you know can you can you tank on this and i was like sure and i loved i loved tanking that fight because for prop warriors could do like all so many different things that they didn't they could do that then got taken out after but eventually the problem is is you'd get overrun by the bloods even if you were getting the aggro mm-hmm. eventually you just run out of ways to get away from them and of all the people in the world to do something useful Matt Lowe, aka Maticus, <laughs> is the one who life gripped me out the night we killed it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, he, seriously, for all that I give Matt trouble, like when we were at BlizzCon together, I, I harassed him mercilessly um, because I was the first Matt on the site and he needs to pay respect. Uh, regardless, he when it came down to it, he is the only priest I've ever been in a group with who used life grip 
as it was intended to be used. Not, I mean, he did troll people with it, but when it came down to it, he used it properly and we killed Deathwing. Um, well, spine of Deathwing. We still had to go down and kill the other one. Uh, I, I don't I, like having the same guy twice. That's not a cool thing. Like, don't do that again, <laughs> Blizzard. Don't don't have us fight the same guy twice. But regardless, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested I to hear to say, about Overwatch using that. Oh, well, I was I was going to say the best uh, the best life grip I have ever had was uh, a priest life gripped me onto an elevator so I could keep up with the group. I I remember this moment always. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, probably, yeah, that's always probably, that's always useful. Yeah, probably probably not as much of that in Overwatch, but yeah, he has like a a platform he can summon to lift people up, which I suppose you could use on enemies to kind of get them out of the way or though you'd have to be pretty bad to like stay on the platform. Um and uh, you l- use life grip to grab people and pull them in your direction. So I think that's really interesting. He is a support hero and he has kind of, you know, every Overwatch hero has a little, or every Overwatch support hero has a little DPS, a little healing. So I think he has this interesting, like really a support kit, not necessarily a pure healing kit. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see him in play. But I think where I started with this tangent is that if you pay for the battle pass, you get him on day one. You can do all this cool stuff immediately. If you do not pay for the battle pass, you get him at tier 45, which is uh, a fair that's, bit down that's the road. kind of up there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the, the battle pass does go up to tier 80, which is a lot. But uh, the free version of Life Weaver is at tier 45, which is way down there. And More than uh, halfway through. The uh, the various yeah. Stories. So you so. got to work really hard to get Life Weaver, and I I don't know. That just sounds really. That seems really unfun. It's like either you pay upfront. I I just free to play games drive me crazy because it's just I want to play the game, and it's like no, you've got to you've got to work hard and be a good player and. You know, and it's yeah, like I'm not I'm, doing I'm this. Not really a good player. I'm not doing this for a job, <laughs> I man. I, 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 yeah, well, I am yeah. kind of, but I don't want the <laughs> gameplay to actually be my job. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it kind of feels like if you really want to play Overwatch, you have to buy the battle pass every season. And seasons are around six weeks so far. So you got six mm-hmm. weeks to go up these uh, forty-five levels if you want to get Life Weaver. And you don't want to pay the cash up front. Yeah, and I don't know. Have they actually come up? They kept saying they were going to have another alternative way to get these heroes if you don't get them before the end of the season. Have they actually done that with any of them yet? Like, I thought they did with Karakor, but I'm not sure. I I believe they have, but I do not know exactly how. Yeah, that's not surprising. It's it's been kind of, the messaging has not been super uh, great for of things but yeah um one of the things to talk about is that we now in addition to all the stuff we know about the fact that we're going to get patch 10.1 in, in may is we now know exactly when season one's going to end uh currently we are in season one in in dragonflight world of warcraft by the way i should have thrown that in there up front so but yeah <laughs> dragonflight uh has it currently in its season one and we know it's going to end on may 1st which i think means then the next week we get season two uh, am I am I correct on this, or is it we get season uh, no, two immediately get, get and then we get raids the next week? We get season two immediately and the raids the next week. Okay, I knew it was one of those two, but I honestly couldn't remember. I was literally but, just talking about that with my guild today because I didn't know either. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's one of those things that is like you you play the game, but you don't really think about it too much uh, because it just happens. Uh, so yeah, I was actually it's much in the same way as I don't know my phone number. I don't call me. <laughs> like I mean, I've never called myself. Why would I? I'm here. Uh, so. You know, I don't know my my cell phone phone number is not a thing I know. I have to look it up every time. Luckily, it's in there. Uh, but nevertheless, it's similar to that with with WoW and it's it's season changing. But now that we know that that's happening, which means we're going to get the new the, you know the new raid will be the next week, but we're going to get like a bunch of new stuff um, right away, uh, and that's going to be pretty interesting. We're going to get our new Mythic Plus rating and a Mythic Plus. Yeah, Mythic Plus Dungeons. Wow, having a hard time today. Mythic Plus Dungeons. The new rotation will come in, I believe. Um, We'll get that immediately. We're going to get the new Fire Rack assaults, uh, and they they take place throughout the Dragon Isles. So that's pretty interesting. Mm. Uh, There's a bunch of stuff that's been data mined too. That like and stuff that's happening right now in 10.0.7 that has really interesting story implications for 10.1. For example, um, oh heck, I can't remember his name. The the dragon who is hanging out as a depressed dwarf. Uh, oh, Varys, yeah, Varystraza. 
Yeah, he's got himself a black dragonflight friend after so many years of missing yeah. his black dragonflight friend. Yeah, the, uh, he's gonna no, be the, ar- the archivist. It's a new one. It's not the same one. Uh, but but yeah, they're buddies I, now. So I mean, friend may be stretching it. It's kind of like one of them annoys the other, well, and that's you know, friendship. Oh. At least that's been all my oh, friendships. Oh. I annoy people, and yeah, it feels like it, it feels like they're setting it up so that it, the relationship evolves, right? Like yeah. the more, yeah. Well, it's already uh, it's already evolved in like the the three weeks. Has it only been three weeks since patch ten oh seven? Only been three weeks. Uh, Four weeks for, to go for people. For people who do not know what we're talking about, if you run the Zaskara vaults, every week uh, your black dragon friend will ask, hey, did you find anything cool in the vaults? Did you find anything cool for me? I want to discover powerful artifacts from Netherian. Neltherian, yeah, that dragon, not the other dragon with almost the same name. Uh, If you find something cool, bring it to me. And you bring it to him, and then we go to Variastraz to identify it and tell it tell us what it is and usually it's something completely mundane and they have we use this as an egg conversations (laughs) like funny conversations and uh kind of like heartwarming conversations and sad conversations it all it's a tangled mess of emotions that i cannot handle but uh it's it's been a really good story moment and, it's also uh, really cool because it continues on something we got when we were leveling. And yeah. so it's heartening mm-hmm. to see that happen. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Agreed. But the most Story. recent one is they're introducing a, the, the, they find a vase or something with like a picture of a black dragon fighting Dijardin. And you bring it to the to Veristraz, and he's like, "Yes, this is the story of the heroic dragon." And I can't remember their name. You know, sorry guys, I, I I'm old and tired. But you know, he tell, he's like a heroic story of this dragon, and you're like, "Can you tell us a story?" And he's like, "Yes, but I don't want to right now because a content needs to be dribbed out, and b it's real hella sad, and and it's me telling you this." So when I say it's real hella sad, you get ready, get some tissues. You know, you you do not want to come into this thing without some tissues because it's going to be really sad. Trust me, things this is awful. So yeah, I'm looking forward to him breaking my heart. Uh, quite frankly, uh, Dragonflight has had a lot of moments like that. You know, just little sad things that are just like peppered in. There's so much joy in Dragonflight, and there's also just these these very poignant moments that uh, are really touching. Like I played through the quest with Bane. I only got around to doing that last week. Yeah. And that's a oh good man, quest. I got to that. Oh, it's a really good quest, but I was I was just crying at the end because it's just, oh man. Man, Blizzard, stop doing this. Give me the happy stories. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. I will say it's definitely an improvement over like where we were at the end of Legion and for most of Battle for Azeroth, where it's literally just like everything is dead and on fire. And, you know, every story beat is, oh, hey, uh, this bad thing happened. And it's like, ah, please. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm w- willing to take the bitter and the sweet. I just, I'm glad they've added some it's, sweet. It's, yeah, it's been a real, I think it's a really nice um, mix of storytelling here. It's, uh, it, this expansion has felt really great. Yeah. Balance wise, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, since that's happening, uh, should we mention, I guess we should mention that we didn't really talk about it last week. The, uh, the trading post is now like, you know, 11 days in. So if you haven't oh been doing gosh. April trading posts, I'm already uh, almost close to like finishing my, my thing already. Yeah, like, so weird. If you, if you, I, if you play fairly regularly, it's not hard. I will say that if you haven't started the trading post, it, both what these guys just said. It's not very hard, but also Noble Garden started this week, and you can get something like 450 points, I believe, by doing Noble Garden activities. So if you haven't started, you can just you can zoom through them by doing Noble Garden. Yeah, and we should talk about Noble Garden as well. Um, that's That started, like I guess, last week or on this weekend? On the 10th. It started, so it started on Monday, and yeah. it goes through the 17th. So you only have, you know, you got like a week to get it done. It's it's not uh, mostly unchanged, but they did add the uh, the Drake's big basket of eggs, according to the article that we put up that I didn't write, but I did you know, read it because, you know, it's my job. So you can get this this cool. I don't I, Is it a toy or is it just a thing? It's a toy. Get? Yeah, it's, it's, a it's toy. actually a toy. Sorry. Go ahead. And. Uh, it is it is literally a big basket of painted Easter eggs that your Drake will carry around in its mouth while you are out dragon riding. 
And uh, one thing I think is really cool about it is during Noble Garden, it has like a three minute cooldown. It has a really short cooldown. So it has a short enough cooldown that you could use it all the time, like nonstop while you're dragon riding. But yeah, pretty much every time you you switch to a new mount after you've landed to do something, you could pop that just, thing back on. Yeah, so let's just more eggs, more eggs. Uh, but after Noble Garden is over, it will have an hour cooldown, so you can only briefly have your dragon carrying around a basket of Easter eggs. Yeah, that is sad. You know, you know what I really hope uh, for Christmas this past year, we saw Raziath uh, carrying a candy cane and a wreath. Like you would go into Vault of the Incarnates and you had like special decorated holiday Razagath with a little hat and a wreath. And uh, yeah, she, she was carrying like a, a, a candy cane and a wreath in her tiny little arms. I, I think I think we need to get this kind of this kind of thing for our dragon riding mounts as well. So we can be flying around with like our, our hat and carrying our wreath and our tiny little arms. And I think that would be great if we could all share this joy well i mean they're already letting us fly around on a razageth so i mean yeah it's true it's true we're we're halfway there i i will say that um i don't know about you guys but we literally just took down our christmas tree like last week (laughs) wait you you take take down your christmas tree yeah we actually do but we just did it um and i'm like shouldn't the holiday things last until you get around to it? Like, you know, I can imagine your Drake just clutching the, the egg basket in his mouth and you're like, Hey, Hey buddy, that that's been in there for a while. No, it's my egg. It's my egg. Dude, dude, they're, they're, they're not good anymore. They're, they're, I don't eat them. I just keep them in my basket. Yes. But the, the smell that you're getting and it's right near your face. So I know you're smelling it. Wind is fast. Don't mind. Not giving back my basket. Go, okay. Uh, All right, buddy. Okay. You for, can keep your basket. For anyone actually who wants to get this thing, it costs you 20 of the. Uh, wow. No, not 20. Add a zero to the end of that. 200, 200 Noble Garden chocolates, which you get by collecting Noble Garden eggs in the starting cities. Uh, that's a lot of. That's a lot of eggs you've got to get. It's a, it's a good amount of eggs. But. Uh, I don't know. How recently have either of y'all done Noble Garden? Nope. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I can't be bothered anymore. The last time I did it was yeah. like years ago. This is actually the first year in a long time that I've realized Noble Garden was happening when it was up. Because <laughs> usually, because the thing is, is they, they, they base it around Easter and Easter moves around based on, you know, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's one of those things where I just lost track. But this is the first time <laughs> I've actually figured it out. Part of the problem is, is that as a night elf woman, my character is targeted mercilessly during Noble Garden. Mm. Like everybody's constantly trying to throw things on her head, and I'm like, um, stop it! It's annoying. So I, I have been like laying low for a while, but I am kind of curious about this. Uh, quite frankly, I, I do think oh. I might do it just to get the thing from my mount. So all I know is I'm I- still, still traumatized from Noble Garden because of the bunny costume that pacifies you. So. People would like put the bunny That's- costume on you, pacify you, and then yell at you for not healing them. No, no bueno. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't great. Right. Well, um, I mean, those people like that are going to find a way to be jerks no matter oh, what. Oh, 100%. Uh, but okay. I looked up the time when I got the Noble Garden meta achievement. I looked it up this afternoon, and it was 2009 when I got the meta achievement. And I have. Not really touched the holiday since I got the meta achievement, because once you get the meta achievement for any holiday, you're just kind of like, I am so done with this holiday. I have been doing so much yep. Noble Garden. I never want to come back. Ah! And uh, Very similar to just getting any reputation in, in WoW. <laughs> By the time you're done with it, you're like, do I have to do this anymore? I hope not. I hate you. I hate all of you. I never want to see you again. And they're like, give me my best friends forever. Um, Yes. Give me my pet. Grab it out of their hands. I'm leaving. I I say this as someone who spent the last week grounding up to exalted with Emperor Shaohao and uh, buying, buying the mount for a hundred thousand timeless coins. And also, also I, I ground from nothing to max for uh, the golden Lotus. And I bought three, crane mounts so i'm up i'm up by four mounts just in a week it's great and also i'm never going back that's also great i never have to return ever um 
Okay, back to Noble Garden. <laughs> focus, we're focusing up, talking about Noble Garden. Uh, so when I, you know, back in the day when you did Noble Garden, it was it was a brutal blood sport to collect eggs because one person would click the egg and whoever clicked the egg first got the egg. No one else could get the egg. And so you would like camp on spawn points. I imagine this was just really bad on PvP servers because... It was, you know, the competition to click on those eggs the fastest. It was, it was horrible. It was mm -hmm. getting those eggs. It was a nightmare. You would, you would log in at weird times of day and people would be like sitting in front of the eggs, like with their mouse cursor right over the egg so they could click it as soon as it spawned. Because that's what you needed to do to get those it eggs. Was, it was the inevitable terrible egg. <laughs> yeah. But, but today, those, it's, it's like mining nodes. Multiple people can click them. So when did that happen? Did they just do I, this or has it been doing I, this the whole, for a while? I don't know, but I went to do Noble Garden. I'm like, I can just run around and click eggs. And it doesn't matter if other people are clicking eggs. I can just run around and experience the joy of just finding eggs in corners, finding brightly painted eggs sitting on top of like mailboxes and lampposts and whatever in whatever weird places they get put. And I can just run around. I can be a bunny and I can run around and click on eggs. And that's all I have to do to get eggs. And it's great. It's great. I highly recommend it. If you're having, you know, a bad day, just go log into World of Warcraft. Go to one of the starting cities and just run around in circles and click colorful eggs. It's it's kind of it's kind of soothing. And if you do that two hundred times, yeah, well, that's a bit you nice may thing. wind up yeah, you, you may wind up with enough chocolates to buy this uh, Easter egg basket for your dragon riding mount. Okay, well, that's cool. And I might actually do it. Like I said, <laughs> I was, I'm thinking about doing it. Uh, I will point out one last thing before we move on to, to going through some questions. Uh, both, uh, they're having the blizzard, the blizzard is having their, their spring sale uh, for their various games and stuff on their, their, their online store. One of the things you can do is you can get both Diablo 2 Resurrected and Diablo 3 on sale. Um, and part of the reason for that is obviously because in about two months, we're going to get uh, Diablo 4 and they want to give people a chance to play those games and see what, what the story before, you know, the story thus far has been. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's that's obvious. But another thing is, is that while they're doing that, they're also gearing up their their press juggernaut to actually start, you know, getting people hyped for Diablo 4, I, although more than they've already gotten us hyped. I mean, they've, I, I'm already hyped. I was... I yeah. think, yeah, I think between the two of us, our hype levels are like 9,000 already. Yeah, the scouter is broken. Yeah. 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 Which I is don't funny you mention that because I have a but... scouter on my desk right now, actually. <laughs> don't, don't look at me with it because you were just not going to, you'll be like, ah. But yeah, um, in addition to that, one of the things that they're doing is a dev live stream on April 20th, which since it's the 11th, that'll be next week, later in the week. Um, and they did. They did a post, I think, last week, which was their. You know, here's the end game and the dev live stream and on the twentieth. I don't know what they're going to cover. Probably everything, but it it does. We are getting closer to you know Diablo time. Uh, Diablo four is coming out, and I do think it's having an effect on when Blizzard's putting other stuff out. Like I really feel like we're getting the Hearthstone Festival Legends and Overwatch two and you know uh, Dragonflight ten point one. I all of them before that. Uh, it's not a coincidence. I do want to. I do want to jump in and say that Hearthstone actually has a really, really fixed schedule on which it does this. Like, I think we predicted. We definitely predicted April for the release of the next expansion because they always kind of do three expansions a year with a really regular cadence. So, I I think this one, at least Hearthstone, just kind of happened. And yeah, but Overwatch. It, it could be that they're all Overwatch, just kind of happening, but it it does seem interesting. Yeah. To me. Overwatch also does a pretty regular six weeks thing. So that would put their next season in um, uh, mid-May. So actually, it may be pretty close to Diablo's launch. We're going to have to see because they've been pretty bad about stacking things on top of each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Diablo 4's launch is also when we would usually expect the Diablo 3 season to kind of wrap up kind of around then. Yeah. Kind of based on... Yeah. yeah. Which is I, I was, be interesting. I, I wrote a BT about that because uh, I was thinking about it. It's like, you know, are we, are we, we've heard nothing about season 29. We've heard literally nothing. And I'm not saying we should necessarily have heard anything. Usually we don't hear about it until they drop a PTR for it or yeah, say, which here's is a patch right, for it. 
which is right at the end of the season. Yeah, which, it's usually like a week or two up, before the end of the season. So, which would if, probably line up with the Diablo Four release, which would be weird. Well, because because this season started like last month, so mm-hmm. if you go through like four weeks, four weeks, four weeks, like that's twelve weeks is usually in the ballpark for what they're aiming for. You would expect an announcement for the PTR uh, in mid-May, and you'd expect the the season to end like the end of May, the first week of June. Diablo Four is coming out on the sixth of June, so I I don't like I I guess we'll know when we get closer to the end of May. We'll know is is there going to be something? Is there going to be any more development? Is there going to be anything? And I think it's not the same case as with Diablo Two. Uh, Diablo Two Resurrected has a separate dev team. That's not part of the main Diablo dev team. It's the people that worked on the the console port in the first place. It's uh, the former Vicarious you know, Visions guys, right? I'm not I'm not insane here, right? It, it is those guys. It's not just the normal Diablo team. So whilst they can have, they'll have Diablo Immortal, which is getting worked on by its own group. They'll have D2R getting worked on by its own group. The main Diablo group is both Diablo three and Diablo four, and I just I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, my, my dream is that they keep developing on, on D3 for a while. Maybe they slow it down. Maybe they go down to like, you know, four or five people like the way they did for Hearthstone for, um, not for, for Heroes of the Storm for a while. I don't know. But I, the, the, the way that the seasons worked in Diablo 3, I think is unique enough that I would like to see it preserved. Because um, Diablo 4 seasons are not going to be like Diablo 3 seasons. Uh, there's going to be a lot more story in them. They're going to be advancing the story of Diablo 4 past Endgame in, into basically the continuing content thing, which is something they did in Diablo 3, but it was an afterthought. They didn't intend to do Diablo 3 that way. It just evolved that way. Diablo 4 is being grown that way from the, from the start. They want to have you know more story continuously. So I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. Do either of you have an idea on that? Do you do you have a preference? Like, you know, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think they're just going to move to D4? I, mean, I think it would be interesting to still have Diablo 3 seasons because the games do play really differently. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I've i been thinking about this for a while, and I don't know what they're, what they're going to do with it. I like, think what would be interesting, like my ideal path here would be to have like, okay, we get a Diablo uh, 4 season and then a month or two months later we get a Diablo 3 season and then a month or two months later we get a Diablo 4 season to get into this cadence where we're going back and forth and Diablo fans can keep enjoying both games. And it's like, okay, I'm kind of tired Diablo 4. I've collected all the cosmetics. I've played through all the zones. I found all of the shrines of Lilith and I'm kind of tired of it. Then like when you hit that point, you get a new Diablo 3 season. It's like, oh, I can have this refreshing break in Diablo 3, which is much more uh, fast-paced. And uh, I mean, it, the gameplay feels different enough that I think you might enjoy the dichotomy of jumping back and forth and playing both a little bit. Yeah, I can. I definitely I don't know if that's gonna, see that. Absolutely. I don't know if that's going to happen, but yeah, I, don't I think know that would be my ideal. All right, but that is pretty much what we were talking about this week in terms of news stuff. It's been kind of a, after the month and a half to two months of just continuous stuff happening, we did get a bit of a lull. <clears throat> we only got three things, three expansions this week. <laughs> no, I mean, one expansion <laughs> and one season thing, and then, you know, and then like one holiday. So by our standards, this is relatively low, low paced. For like the past three weeks, I've been like, okay, this is going to be a quiet week. And this, and then, yeah. this week may. This week may actually be a quiet week because we had all of our releases today and maybe we can just chill out for the rest of the week. That would be nice. But um, to move on, we, we, we have a couple of questions here that we're going to answer. Uh, so if you guys have a question for the show, you can get it to us a couple of ways. One is to go to our Discord server. We have two Discord channels. Um, the one is the Patreon Q and Podcast Questions channel, which we go to first because that's that's one of the things you get for being a patron. So you should check out getting being a patron for us because, you know, you know, blizzardwatch.com slash Patreon. Uh, go go do that if you have the ability to, because it, there's lots of cool stuff. Like getting to listen to us ramble on about, you know, role-playing games for like <laughs> half an hour before every show. Uh, or, in this case, get your question looked at first. But if you can't do that, if you can't support us on Patreon and you still want to use Discord, we do have another channel, which is just the uh, Q&A podcast questions channel. And uh, we do look there as well. Um, we absolutely do. We just look there second because, you know, again, Patreon bonus. However, if you'd rather just email us, we also have an email address, which is 
uh, podcast at blizzardwatch.com, and we look there for stuff too. And uh, also sometimes people just DM me stuff on Twitter and I use it because it's there in my Twitter thing. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So that happens. Um, although I don't use Twitter that much anymore. So at any rate, uh, in the past, we've done various things. And so this time I'm just going to say, Joe, could you read the first one? Cause it's kind of a lore watchy thing, but they did not say lore watch on it. So I got it. <laughs> Sure, let's go ahead and do this then. Hello, Joe, Liz, and the Ogre. I mean, Matt is technically one half of a two-headed ogre, so I guess that works. Uh, I have a question about the possibility of Drakthir of other classes. I seem to recall Ian Hazakastas making a comment to the effect that a Drakthir might learn to use a sword or get sneaky, but I found myself wondering if that's really the ideal way to go. There are lots of dragon people, and we found out in Dragonflight that the Draconoids are descended from the Terrasec we encounter on the Dragon Isles, change into various forms of Draconoids with the power of the Aspects. My question is, could we maybe get them as playable instead of Drakthir of different classes? And if not, why not? Because I want them. Also, a lot of the lore of Draconoids seem to indicate that various mortals like human and elves can be changed into Draconoid in even Zulahed the Whack changed into one in Burning Crusade. So there are the Terrasac, just the original templates for the Draconoid. Also, how is Broodkeeper Diana in any way Aranog's mother when he's a Draconoid and she's a Dragonspawn? The Centauric ones. And what's the deal with them and the Terrasac? Are they also more mortals of other races like orcs that we changed into drag by changed by dragons as well? Uh wow, there's a lot here. <laughs> Um, yes, maybe no, kind of, sort of. Um, I don't know. We're probably not going to get another frame for Drakthir because again, all the animation stuff has already been done from a practical standpoint. It doesn't make sense to add, uh, Draconoids as a playable dragon like class when you already have Drakthir that serves that purpose on both factions. It's, infinitely easier to rig them with animations that work with the other classes and figure out, you know, how their stuff interacts with that instead versus making other things more playable. Would it be more flavorful and more loreful if we looked at the other various uh, dragon related races? Yes. Um, but it's not practical from a development standpoint. Um, as far as other things turning into dragonoids, it wasn't until recently that we actually had the the lore nugget that they were born of Terrasec as previously sort of for years at this point, what, almost 20 years. It was the result of the experimentation that Naltharian or Deathwing was doing. That was the whole point of them. We didn't know that they were related to the rest of the aspects. None of the other dragon aspects really talked about them until we started really getting into them in... in um, I want to say we're at Wrath when we started going up into there and we started seeing more of them being uh, involved with day-to-day life of the different flights. Actually, so, I think the very first time we saw that was in BC because they were in they're in the they're in the uh, the bronze dragon flight area. The- You're right. Yes, that's yeah. true. Uh, when they I for, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, when caverns they, of time. When caverns we went time, to the caverns yeah. of time, they were they were there. But before that, they were framed as experimentation yeah Um, and and for that matter i mean i i'm pretty sure this is black rock caverns don't i mean without the ability to stop and go look it up i'm just going by memory here but i think when we go black rock caverns there's a point where you see like a twilight pulling power out of a twilight you know using a a nether drake or a twilight drake to turn people into draconids yeah which but that doesn't mean that the tarasek aren't the origin of the Draconids, but it also, you know, there's a lot of different ways you could change somebody into something. And we also know that because of the whole we're Titan constructs, essentially, um, that we can be morphed and molded into other things. And maybe, you know, Deathwing just figured that out. And that's sort of how it all started. It, and it could be anything. We're all, we're all made from the same matter, after all. We're all powered by Anima. Uh, As and- for Diorna and Aranog, I got nothing. No, actually, here's the answer. She's his mother in so much as she's the egg tender that watched his egg. That's it. Like, mm-hmm. they talk about this a lot if you go through, like, the questing with even, like, uh, if you're doing the the Rathian and Sabellian stuff, if you're paying attention to the Ruby Life Pools, 
the egg tenders are just as much uh, the parents as the the actual dragons that lay the eggs. The dragons have sort of like a communal family thing. There really isn't, you know, mother, daughter, you know, father, son type stuff. There are multiple mothers. There are multiple fathers. There are multiple, you know, the clutch mates. They're not necessarily laid by the same dragon, but they're part of that clutch of eggs and they all view themselves as siblings. Right. So uh, in this particular case, Diurna, who is a brood keeper, who is a clutch warden, which is what they are. Um, they, they, I think they call them dragon spawn too, but they were originally called clutch wardens. Um, she's as much his mother as any of the other dragons. She raised him. She tended his egg. Uh, we don't know how long it takes for an egg to to gestate and hatch. She could have been watching him for decades, maybe centuries until he hatched. So, yeah, that, I mean, it's really it's really as simple as that. Yeah, I didn't. I I saw the various things you're talking about, but I didn't put it together to them calling themselves mothers and stuff. Yeah, sure, cool. I accept that that's the answer. I pay attention to weird stuff. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Liz, I guess you're up. <laughs> I don't. I don't see a name for this one. Was there a name attached to this? I one? they they gave me their server. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, hello and salutations. So, uh, I don't mean to sound weird, but what even is Noble Garden? And this is from uh, someone on Airy Peak US. We are glad you are here, even though I do not know <laughs> your name. Um. I, I mean, some holidays in WoW are just, uh, there's no real story reason for them to exist in WoW. It's just, hey, it's a holiday in real life, I, so now we're going to have bunnies and eggs. Do you have something better for us, Joe? The Great Feast of Noble Garden has long been celebrated by the races of the Alliance and recently adopted by those of the Horde. On this joyous day, it is customary for the nobles and lords from each race to hide coins, candy, and the occasional treasures within special eggs painted to look like wildflowers. These eggs are then scattered around the major cities for the citizenry to find. From heroes to commoners and everyone in between, the Feast of Noble Garden is meant to bring communities together to share the joys of life and friendship. How come the Horde, like, it took the Horde, like, multiple wars to finally be like, okay, we're going to chill out with the Alliance. But they were just snagging the holidays as soon as they could. <laughs> well, because of like, the- oh, hey, Feast of Winter Vale, Awesome. We'll do that. It is super easy and way more economical for us to adopt this holiday than it is to wage war and go and, like, do the camaraderie of battle. I That's like this. Point. I will fight for eggs. <laughs> Well, at any rate, yeah, I, I mean, I was looking it up, too, but Joe got there first. Uh, yeah, um, it's, it's basically hey. just, an ex- as Liz said, it's an excuse to have Easter in WoW. <laughs> it is. It absolutely is. You know, we, we can't I, call, just I mean, call it Easter because then you have to explain, well, do you mean the pagan spirit Yostre or do you mean Jesus' resurrection? And it's like, you know, I don't I don't think anybody wants to try and shoehorn Jesus into WoW. For one thing, um, I think he'd be really hard, like a very tough boss because he literally comes back from the dead. Yeah, we got a three-day cooldown. <laughs> yeah, it's just oh, no. Oh, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> but regardless, anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, anyway uh, Noble Garden is on now, and whether you believe the reason in game that Noble Garden is there or you don't, it's there, and there are eggs. There are eggs you can find under trees and around corners and under things and over things, and uh, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. You go in and. Click on an egg. You see an egg, uh, you click on I'm an gonna egg. I'm going to say this, though. It is much easier to do Noble Garden in the in the Durotar than it is to do it in Elwyn Forest. Elwyn yeah. Forest, trying to find a green egg amidst all the green. <laughs> Durotar, just blasted orange. Listen, Helsky. Oh, is, hey, a colorful blue egg. It is just further proof of Horde bias. <laughs> uh, maybe the Horde's bias towards holidays they could do easier, sure. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want to have to look too hard. Oh, there it is. This human game is great. I found more egg. What do we do with the eggs again? Oh, it's got stuff in it. Don't worry about it. Okay. The funny thing is the eggs have chocolate inside them. And it's like you can eat the chocolate, but also the chocolate is the currency for the event. Yeah. There's even a trading post uh, reward for eating chocolate in Iskara. 
So it's like that's a trading post achievement thing where you can get points and get traders tender and buy cool cool cosmetic rewards, except the chocolate is also the currency. So by going to a scar and eating some, you are eating the currency you need to buy the cosmetics. And that's just, just imagining somebody like wrestling a chocolate butter, chocolate egg out of the old hand because he's just trying to eat it. No, my achievement. Yeah, it's currency. I, I don't know why, but I just thought of that scene from Ace Ventura when he figures out the person is the same, like you know, the same person. And instead it's like, the currency is chocolate. The chocolate is currency. The currency is chocolate. And just like going in this loop like i don't know why that's just playing in my head it it confuses me it it yeah, yeah it's very much do like I, you know i need to what do i do do i do the trading post or do i do the holiday then there'll be I, a trading post next month but the holiday won't be back until next year i it's like i need to categorize this thing is it a food is it a currency yes it, like it has to fit into one of these boxes but it's in yeah. both and it's you, you definitely didn't get it my head it, it hurts my head. We, we got guilt as a kid, even though I, I'm not Jewish, just because we had family members who were, they'd married in. So, yeah, I, I used to get chocolate coins every every Easter. So, yeah, it would be like, okay, Passover candy? Sure, it's a coin. So, it was currency, and it was chocolate. Mm. So, mm. you know, maybe that's why, I don't know. But regardless, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't have much on, on Noble Garden, aside from what Joe read. So, uh Joe, last one. All right. Diablo 4. Soon. Question. What happens after we kill Lilith? Do we get to kill Anarius? After what he did to... Spoiler. I think he needs to get got. I'd be happy to smack him around with and a whole bunch. And where's Tyrael? Maybe we can finally get Eldruin in D4. That would be sweet. And this is from Timothy Thorpe. Um you presume that we can actually kill Lilith and that she stays dead. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the staying dead part is really the the part I don't think is going to happen. I definitely think we can kill her because, I mean, we've killed the primevals multiple times, but they just come back. And I, like, also, also, there's an achievement for doing it. And yeah. yeah, there you go. I also is there an agree that for killing an Arius? No, know? but there should no. be. It'll be it'll there be in a future not. expansion or content patch. We're gonna have to punch an Arius. Yeah. It's fine. Like, I I hope so. That guy is just. I have been waiting to punch him for uh, years, years. Yeah. yeah, he's in the from every everything he ever says in the Sin Wars books. You want to punch that guy so bad. Oh my god! Like I I remember reading those books, and like there are two literary characters in Blizzard books that I just cannot stand: Inarius. And Ronan. Yeah. I Ronin have equal hatred for them. Ronan's not as bad as Anarius. No, Ronan, Ronan wants just, to save the world because he's he is he is absolutely like he's the protagonist, so he's got protagonist armor. And Arius just hates everybody and wants to murder everybody because nobody's as good as him. Yeah. Yeah. And plus he's really mad that, you know, Lilith tricked him with with being hot. And it's like, dude. You you know you're a suit of armor with glowy stuff in it, and you still thought she was hot because she is hot. Just get over it. You you you, you screwed up. <laughs> you know you're not the first person to think somebody else was hot and then realize oh oh bad also, personality. I don't tra- you, you I don't, don't I don't right. track with the whole absentee father thing that he was doing either. Like that's just that's just well, mean. He, and, and then coming back and trying to actively kill his children, like doing the whole Chronos thing, doesn't work for me either. Like yeah. <laughs> Well, like, like Liz is, was talking about it, about how, like, you know, Lilith seems is, like, you know, there are times when you're playing a, a game and you, you're you like, is are they really that bad? It, it, <laughs> Lilith does some bad things, even in, in the, the first 20 to 25 levels of Diablo 4. But you don't get the sense that Lilith would kill everybody just so she could get on a bus back to hell. And but- Inarius absolutely would kill everybody just to get on a bus back to heaven. So I'm just saying. I mean, what uh, is it worth? I heard, being, I heard Liz talking. So is it worth I being mean, turned into a weapon? <laughs> go for it, Liz. Sorry. I, I Lilith did kind of kill everyone because they threatened her children, but uh, yeah, but we're the I, children. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, so I mean, that seems pretty good to us. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone was like debating. Hmm, the humans are really powerful. Should we kill all of them or not? Hmm, and Lilith is like. No, we should not, and I'm going to kill all of you instead. Uh, okay, for anyone listening, this is not a spoiler for Diablo 4. This happened no, uh, a very, yeah. very long time ago in the Sen Wars books. This is like old, old history, creation of sanctuary stuff. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it's not, Lilith is not above doing violence for her cause. But uh, 
she seems a little more on our side than the angels, honestly, which is kind of weird because she is a demon and she is killing a lot of people and causing a lot of bad stuff to happen. But well, yeah, she cares also, about it. She, she cares about us because we're weapons. Uh, yeah, yeah maybe. But, would you rather be a weapon or 100%. just dead? 100%. No, I'll be a weapon. That's fine. Yeah. But but at the same time, I mean, this other question about Eldruin, uh, I, there's no story reason for this. There's nothing I've seen. I've seen no spoilers. This is purely speculation on my part, but I think Tyrael's dead. <gasps> no. I don't want Tyrael to be dead. I would be happy to be proved wrong. But here's the thing. In the first, the first time you meet a former Haradrim in Diablo 4, and again, this was during the open beta, so no, this is not a spoiler. We all know that this happens. The Lorath Nun shows up, mm-hmm. who is who is Tyrael's right hand guy. If the right hand guy shows up, then either the guy is coming later or the guy ain't coming. And I feel like Inarius at best grabbed a, a less powerful Tyrael and jammed him somewhere so he couldn't interfere with his whole thing to like get rid of the soccer room and create his own religion. Yeah, or yeah. he killed him. Now, killing him would be stupid because in the past, Tyrael's been killed and Eldruin has not gone anywhere. Like, someone was using it as a champion. The sword will go find somebody else to use it in the name of justice. So it would be stupid to kill Tyrael because then the sword will go do that. Whereas if you keep Tyrael alive, the sword will stick around with him and, and thus wh- isn't a threat to you. And he was greatly diminished at the end of D3, wasn't he? Like, he still took his, his place back on the council, but, like, he wasn't his former self. No, no, he's he's, he's mortal. He doesn't, you know... Yeah, he's no angel anymore. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, I mean, this is a guy who Laura had to explain the concept of not eating until you pooped yourself. So, <laughs> yeah, the Tyrael had a lot to learn. I just, I don't want him to be dead because A, love the voice actor for Tyrael in D3 and would love to hear him come back. B, liked the character of Tyrael throughout the series. He's great in D2. He's great in D3. He's a really constant through line. And with, with, uh, Kane gone. Deckard Kane mm-hmm. dies in D3. It's a 12 it's game came out in 2012 guys. I'm not spoiling it. Um with Kane gone and and Leah not ever going to be seen again as far as I can tell, which is another problem I have. I I want to have Tyrael's presence. I want to have Tyrael there as that strong it's, through line that connects yeah, us to other games. I, I was going to say you need you it, it feels like you almost need it for that through line, right? You need yeah. sort of that cohesive piece of it. But another- I could absolutely Oh, go ahead. Another thing is about Tyrael in particular is that Diablo Sanctuary is a hard world where the humans always get a bad deal in this eternal conflict between the angels and demons. And you kind of want there to be a concept of justice in this world. And Tyrael embodies that. You Mm -hmm. want there to be someone on our side who is here for doing what is right because no one else is. And it was nice to have Tyrael through D3 and hopefully into D4, D2, D3, hopefully D4, uh, just being here to represent that there can actually be some good on Sanctuary, that Sanctuary deserves to get a fair hand, deserves a just world, which it is really, really not. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I hope that answers your question, uh, Timothy. Um, and yeah, we don't know where Tyrael is. Sorry. I, I, I don't want him to be dead, but I'm terrified that he is. Uh, but regardless, that pretty much wraps us up because we are just over line. We, we started a couple minutes late and we're a couple minutes over. So yeah. Um, thank you, everybody. Yeah. Go us. Um, but yeah, thank you for the questions, guys. Again, uh, I'm going to repeat it and then Joe will come in and do his, his outro and then we'll leave. Um, if you want to send a question to Blizzard Watch, you can do so via our our uh, Discord server. You can go to the Patreon Q and Podcast Questions channel for patrons, or just the Podcast and Q and Podcast Questions channel for non patrons. Or you can email us at podcast at blizzardwatch.com, uh, subject line podcast of Blizzard Watch, so we know it's for this show and not the other shows. I am positive that uh, that Tarasek Bo here probably wanted to ask that question for Lore Watch and just forgot to put the email in. So you know, yoink. Uh, but in the future, guys, if if you put the thing in, we'll know which shows it's for. And when you don't, I ruthlessly yoink. Even when you uh, do, he will ruthlessly yoink. It's fine. And, uh, I, I try. I try really hard. Like Sometimes if I'm absolutely desperate, I'll do it. But I try. Uh, but regardless, Joe, you're up. 
Blizzard Watch is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash Blizzard Watch. Your continued support means that this podcast sighting community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, better chance at having your question answered on our podcast with the queue, and an ads-free site experience. Uh, thank you, Joe and Liz, for being here and allowing me to have two other people to carry the psychic weight of how tired and exhausted the world made <laughs> all of us. Um, this has been the Blizzard Watch Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here, and we will see you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.